Hello there. My name's Mark, and this is episode 51 of the Holocron Chronicles. I'm joined, as always, by my trusty co-pilot, back from the dead, Charlie Carden. Charlie, how you doing I, I arose on the third day like Jesus, or Obi-Wan Kenobi, or however you want to play that one. I know, I'm going to hell. Look for me by the water cooler. Oh, no, I'm doing good. Yeah, no, I, I had the, the crunk. I had the, the space virus. I slipped in the back to, back to tank yesterday, and now I am back at it, ready to talk about some Star Wars. I'm doing good. Perfect. Great to uh, great to have you. Great to, that you're feeling better. I'm glad to hear it. And we are joined for the fourth time returning to this show. Hasn't been here since April. It has been far too long. We have the one, the only, the GOAT, Mr. Okairo. How you doing tonight? I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. Right now, I have a shaved Ewok in the oven, so we're going to play a little Russian roulette. If the podcast can finish before I burn down the entire apartment complex, let's hope Let's hope I can save it. The entire it's, apartment complex. The so entire apartment maybe complex. Maybe not your section. Be, okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to save it until it's over, so if you hear any burning and singeing, it's just the Ewok. Perfect. That's perfect. Okay. I'm glad That's you shaved right. it first. I needed that because you know no one likes the smell of burnt hair. No, exactly. and I don't it like sense. hair in my mouth. I, I, it's yeah, more, it's, just, it's yeah. more flammable. It's bad yeah. stuff. Screaming, bad. screaming Ewoks shoved into an oven. Fine, just as long as there's no hair. There's, there's not uh, hairy. I made out with Chewbacca enough, and that the hairy taste of my tongue oh, it just it, it 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 didn't add up. I don't know how it's JJ not, made out with him. It's not a flavor to savor. I don't think so. But it's, hey, I'm curious weird. since. He's a fourth-time guest. If When he comes back again, is it going to become like an SNL tradition where we have a five-timers club? Does he get a jacket? Ooh. Is it like a Nehru jacket? Is it made out of – I think it will be made out of Ewok hair. Start shaving that, saving that Ewok hair because we're going to start needing to mass-producing these jackets when we start – Bring back all these people that want to hang with us. You know what I mean? So absolutely, you can yeah. be the first. You you can be responsible for making your own Ewok jacket. Then so yeah, there okay, you go. okay. Would it count okay. as like if, gamble cruelty or breaking the Geneva Convention, skinning a native life from an alien world? I mean, you've already you've already done it. Crossing. So isn't are, are we kind of over the hump on that one, so to speak? I mean, Ewoks don't have humps, but I digress. I mean, they do have kids, so I'm guessing they have a little hump. It's, I'm sure it's crossing swerve. some sort of line. Ewok swerve. <laughs> but if you're looking to shave your Ewok, you can go to manscaped.com and use the code SFU for 20% off and free shipping. Thank you very much. Oh Thank God. you for Manscaped for sponsoring Holocon Chronicles and the Seeker <laughs> Friends Network. We're going to tell you a little bit more about them a little later on. If you're listening to this podcast, you can also go see our faces and all this uh, shenanigans over on YouTube. Please subscribe. We're trying to grow our numbers over there. And, uh, and it's just fun to see all the Seeker Friends Unite stuff all in one. And there's some extra bonus content, like some unboxings and stuff that happen over there as well. So go give us a like and, uh, and you know, little thumbs up and subscribe, whatever. Uh, hit the little bell to know when new episodes drop. But with all that out of the way, let's jump into this. Cairo, it's been, like we said, a little while since you've been on. Since but April. we've done your Star Wars. Yeah, we've done your Star Wars origin story before. Uh, but there's a few new questions that we ask okay. people that I want to ask you first because you haven't answered them before. And then we'll get into a little bit of what's new with you. But first off, if you were granted a lightsaber... What color lightsaber would you choose? 
Oh, without a doubt, green. I'm going straight for the Luke Skywalker color. I am a Luke Skywalker simp, apologist, whatever you want to call it. I'm going right for the big Papa Daddy Mark Hamill's color. Hell yes. That is... It's the one he made. Now, I have a question about, thinking about that green color. Did I read somewhere recently, canonically, non-canonically weird fan theory, that the only way Luke could get his hand on that green kyber crystal is because, for some reason... Obi-Wan had his possession in his little footlocker memento uh, kit, Qui-Gon's lightsaber, which had a green crystal. Where else did he get it? That actually is from Legends. I think that is actually in Legends, though. Oh, it was actually, yeah, okay. Yeah, Um, New Canon, I have no idea. There was a couple rumors about it. That's what they're covering. I mean, New Canon right now is between Empire and Jedi, and it's been several months since I've tuned back in, and I know that Luke acquired a yellow guardian saber from a temple that he's been using in between obviously at some point and it's canonical at some point he's gonna lose that and get a green one or is he gonna take the crystal from that and somehow force it to be green i know you can force a crystal to become red because that's what the sith do but i don't know now we're way too inside baseball but my brain my neuron fired on that one and i was curious see that that's an interesting bit because lightsabers and and kyber crystals, I guess, by extension, would you know canonically kind of tune to the person, right? Like that's that's kind well, of the how, explanation of why there's different the, colors. The choosing that happens when the younglings when they visit Ilum or they did visit Ilum mm-hmm. which would be the Star Killer base, sorry, because that's where all the crystals are. But yeah, you're right; they're drawn to it. It's kind of you know like oh, this one. It's like the wands in Harry Potter. This one spoke to me, and then you right. know, it, it called me right. in a certain direction. So and yeah, some of we we saw Ahsoka's unless he he swapped out the the crystals. We saw Ahsoka's blades turn blue when they were yeah. in Anakin's possession hmm. in uh, in Clone Wars. Uh, he said they 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 got improved. He lit them up. They were blue. They spent a little bit too much time with him. So it's it's you know unless she's swapping crystals and then they went white maybe kind of you know or that was. I think that's well. Yeah, when it came to she, a white one, she purified. purified. Yeah, she right. purified yeah, right. them. So you um, put them in a rinse, like a like a golf ball washer. <laughs> just bleached. basically, yeah. she bleached. She bleached the crystal. She bleached them. Oh boy, yeah. put them in with the wash. A little bit too much bleach. A little bit too much fabric softener. I mean, that's a mess. Mm. Je- Jedi yeah. laundry tails. All right, this is my fault. So I'm gonna turn that right back. No, at you. you know what? Oops, I, sorry. If there's a if there's a lightsaber expert out there that knows all of this, what's in canon, what's in legends, want to explain it, drop me a line. Come on the show and, and explain yeah, things know, to like- us. Because uh, I'd, I'd love a, a, another excuse. We've talked about lightsabers before and like saw Joe Moran's uh, collection and, and mm-hmm. talked a few, but I'd love a, like a lightsaber episode. That'd be awesome. Um, all right, Cairo, last question that I have. There's only two right now. So, Favorite affiliation, if you could like hang with a group in Star Wars, uh, Jedi, bounty hunters, Sith, rebels, Ewoks, you know, shaved or unshaved, whatever, like who, <laughs> who are you hanging with? Like what's, what's your, your unshaved, unshaved Ewoks? I'm going to be honest. If I had to choose anyone, it would probably be the ghost crew from rebels. They're, they're yeah. pretty chill. They're a good family. And, you know, unlike every other group won't end up getting me killed in some religious war. Or killing me right. themselves. Everybody does seem every other gang that's out there. You know, if you look at the Falcon crew or you look at the Rogue One crew, every everybody seems to be just a, a little uptight. 
You know, there, there, there is just not enough chill to go around at all. Everybody, you know, somebody's got an attitude problem bouncing off each other. They can't get along. And oh wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. Hondo, Hondo, absolutely Hondo. I was Hondo. just gonna say every day, I was just all gonna day. Say, if you're looking Hondo. for chill, Hondo yeah. and the space pirates, man. You, you want to be a pirate Jedi? Yes, I do. Um, yeah, let's Mellowist. drink some rum and have some swashbuckling good times in space. Oh yeah, just all day Hondo. And as he just recounts this cough syrup like tale of the galaxy's advance, it is perfect. Just perfect, perfect. Yes. Yes. Uh we were talking before we started recording about Galaxy's Edge, and that was the highlight for me. I walked in, I saw Hondo, like real life Hondo talking to me about the Falcon, and I just lost it. I was just like, no one else in the room was freaking out. I'm like, it's freaking Hondo like show some respect and everyone else is like, whatever there's like, is that R2D2? I'm like, no, no. Uh, it's anyway. Yeah. So that, that's yeah. Awesome answer. Uh, so in general, Akira, what's, what's new, what have you been up to? Yeah. yeah, for some reason, my connection dropped for a second. What'd you say? Oh, yeah, no worries. Um, sorry, yeah. Uh, what uh, What's what's new in, in your world? What have you been up to? Ooh. <laughs> okay, I've been up to a you lot can't of tell things. Us. Uh, I've been up to a couple of lot of things. Uh, first thing I was doing uh, in October and most of November, I've been playing my own podcast because I was inspired by you guys. Wow. Who, us? Yes, yeah, so you guys. You can't be serious. Absolutely. Uh, we actually got a name for it. It's going to be A Song of Swords and Stars. Ooh. Going to All detail right, so fantasy and sci-fi. I was just going to say, it sounds like you're going a little like Game of Thrones fantasy mixed with some sci-fi stuff. That's that's exciting. Yeah. Right now, the only thing I have left to do is just decide if it's going to be on my channel, if I'm going to make a second channel for it, because probably lots of people who come to my channel for the video essays don't want to see podcasts. So it all depends, but separating the channel is always a giant risk because you're splitting the views. Right. And you have a built-in collection of people on your channel who are right. familiar with your stuff. And, you know, you're starting a new channel. You're starting from scratch, right? Like you can cross-promote some stuff. But, yeah, that's uh, that's always a, a tough call. Yeah, yeah uh, start from zero. They're used to my lore anyway. That We have this one lore on my channel called Frank the FBI Agent who just, like, judges every decision I make as a creator. And for some reason right now, we have this running joke about feed, and I don't know how I feel about that. It's kind of disgusting me, personally. Yeah, I don't like feed. I don't know how people do it. No, I'm, I'm not yeah. kink-shaming, guys. Not, not kink-shaming anyone, but, you know. Oh, no, you're not the first. I, I have a friend who's just a feed. Ooh, yeah, I don't know exactly. Yeah, that's me. Straight up across. Yeah. Straight up. They, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, I got to They don't, again, not kink-shaming, but they don't really do anything for me either way. Um any any indication when the the podcast is going to drop? You sound like you're you're close. You're you're. Oh yeah, January. 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 Oh, every, okay. Everything's everything's already done on my end. It was just deciding what channel it's going to be on. So probably January is going to drop. I have basically everything done. Amazing. I got the formatting. I got the software. I got a new mic coming in next month. So awesome. really, all depends. I'm trying to slowly gather people in you guys right on the list i'm gonna kidnap you i'm not even going to ask him just saying okay one day we're just gonna do it i'm gonna be under both of your beds at the same time simultaneously uh-oh i'm, oh, yeah. I'm in sneak yeah okay <laughs> very welcome yep um, right. that's awesome man i i can't wait this is this is exciting stuff are you doing uh weekly bi-weekly monthly weekly what's no weekly weekly 
Oh, weekly. Wow. Lots of Okairo in our future. Yeah, no, I've been working. Uh, basically, this whole fall, I've just been working on stuff for to be a full-time content creator. So it means like I was taking some time off just because I was experimenting on, okay, videos, styles of delivering videos, the podcast. I've been behind the scenes collaborating with some people. So December and all next year, just lots and lots of new videos, lots of new content. Start streaming games and all that. Even start showing my face for some stuff, especially the podcast. Oh, boy. oh yeah. Exciting. They, they I, was like just, I was just lazy about not showing my face. I don't, there is no webcam on this thing. And they keep saying, I'm going to buy a webcam, I'm going to buy a webcam. And then the months pass. I'm like, oh, there's still no webcam here. I, you know what? I, I it just, just broke this one out. I have a new webcam just last few episodes. And I, I think it's expensive for myself. And, and it wasn't expensive. So, yeah, it gets my vote. Oh, nice. That's, it's just laziness for me. I don't feel like going to the nearest electronic shop or Amazon. I'll go out uh, of my well, way for a burrito, but not for a new webcam. I get it. I get get it. I begrudgingly bought one. Uh, kind of, you know, I was like, oh, it's a webcam. There's one like built into my laptop. It's fine. It looks like a potato, but it's fine. But uh, yeah, your hands I guy. Look at like, you. You got the strong and... jaw. You got the. Very oiled up, nice facial hair. You looking good. <laughs> it works for you. I did put some beard oil in today. I'm thank thank you for noticing. Uh, anyone listening to the audio, see what you're missing. This is this is the stuff. It, this is this, uh, this is great radio. <laughs> pretty this good. is why you guys should subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel to see these beautiful faces. You guys right. are missing out. And Can't soon see yours. That is that is so exciting, man. I'm I'm super excited. Um, for for all of this any any other stuff i mean that's that's pretty big bombshell but anything else new uh new with you that you you want to oh yeah i'm gonna be or... uh in the uk from like uh march to june wow oh my yeah i'm gonna be working on the production i really i'm not i'm not legally allowed to talk about it yet but uh yeah i'll be there from march till june holy oh my goodness that's exciting yeah there's that... the only thing i can say is there are swords in the production that's all i can say swords swords okay. swords yeah all right swords. all right Fascinating. is that uh are you going to be there for celebration when's that drop uh yeah no i'll be there for celebration wow yeah it's that's a wednesday May. yeah i thought it was it's may or april Fantastic. i'm not really sure nice awesome. no no i'll be there yeah. though that is uh that is super exciting get uh get uh, up in in peanuts territory Oh no, we've already talked about hanging out. I I, I adore cool. I adore that woman. She is perfection. Absolutely one of the greatest. Uh, I've been trying to collaborate with with her and, and try to figure out a time to get her back on the show, but uh, I was away for a weekend and and with like Thanksgiving coming up for you guys, like it's it's yeah. tough because like right now, like we're recording, it's 10 PM for me. It's nine for you. It's uh, over, but over there it's, it's like two, three in the morning or something for her. Right. Right. Now. It's, so it's, it's, yeah. It's tough one. Uh, yeah. Know, I have a recording times rough. We have uh, someone who collaborated and it's been a while that we've worked with on SFU who's over in Japan. So her husband is in the Marine Corps, he's a Marine Corps band. And so we'll get her to be eight o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. And it's been a couple of years gone by. I really want to get her on code 47 someday. Yeah. We got to figure it out. I just, I, I was talking to her the last couple of days. I just read something that she, uh, that she, she wrote and kind of shared around some snippets and stuff, but uh, yeah, very exciting stuff. You guys are, I love, I love this star Wars community. I don't know if, like I saw a lot of people this week moving over to hive. 
Uh, I don't know if uh, are are you are you sticking to Twitter right now? Uh, I'm I'm gonna be till on Twitter till the lights go off. I mean, no no offense to anyone who's gone to Hive. It's just I've done a little research actually into the app. I can send you guys the information. Forbes and a lot of other people have done some research into it. Like it's it's a very new app by some people who are kind of green behind the ears, and I'm like, uh, I don't really feel like trusting a new app that doesn't really have. There's no way to turn off their DMs. There's a lot of bugs. I'm like, I'm good with Twitter. My platform's on Twitter. I can't. The more you divide your platform, the more scattered you are. Right now, yeah. Twitter has, Twitter has had the highest engagement it's had in a long time. So for I'm, better I'm for worse, I'm sure. For for better yeah. for worse, yeah. I'm gonna stick yeah. there. I'm gonna stick there. Yeah, I mean, I registered with Hive as well, but I, I threw myself into Twitter. I'd like to stay there. We've been doing more stuff with Discord with the you know with the fan club chapter for Star Trek that I run. We've been having yeah. like crazy explosion good. So yeah, so Twitter and Discord is kind of where I'm feeling these days. But I mean, that can change yeah. too. Definitely, uh, definitely don't plan on deleting Twitter. But I Hive, I'm I'm digging Hive. It's it's kind of got a really fun vibe to it and there's uh like a small group of the star wars twitter community kind of like over there kind of exploring things so um it's definitely buggy though it's it's not it's not like main stage ready but like they're onto something they're onto something i hope they keep working and growing the team but uh anyway let's jump into some news um there's a bob lot of Iger. news especially this week <laughs> this is yeah this is some some different kind of news bob Iger surprisingly just came back to disney bob chapek is instantly out and i basically just want to know how you guys feel if you feel anything at all or i have strong feelings this about matter. this <laughs> okay, well i'll get it out him. let's go uh let him go say, first. no you i i'll make it easy for you is that i just I just don't have any feelings. Mark, you had to come in and say, well, you know, this other Bob, he was cutting this thing and that thing. And he was, you know, making things more difficult for people to work in the park and cutting benefits and hours and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, well, the guy sounds like an asshole. So it's a good thing that he's gone. Um, other than that, I I don't have an opinion. So, Cairo, by all means, be strong. Strongly in. Strongish. <laughs> My feelings about Iger coming back is I have a very complicated relationship with how i feel about i mean while the guy doesn't even know who i am and if he does it's a very bad sign of my future i'll probably disappear in a black van but <laughs> i hope not chapek what most people kind of forget is chapek has actually only been in charge of disney this year 11 months I, yes nothing okay. tank tankly since like february or march because i was still there in the transitionary period and yes. basically everything we've had for like the last 10 years at least in Star Wars 10 years, the last two years, that's all been Iger. Mm -hmm. So phase four, the park cuts, everything. It was just Iger, 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 and Chapek was just, well, okay, he put it in place. It's only recently, like in the last, well, 11 months, we've gotten anything from Chapek. And to be reasonable, I wasn't really against a lot of the things he did. He was, okay, well, we're going to stay away from the creative side and let Marvel and Star Wars do what they want to do. And we got Andor from that. We've gotten Wakanda Forever for that. We got a lot of things that did not really have the same creative differences Disney kind of suffered from in the late 2010s. Like and Solo. Like Solo, like yeah. The Force Awakens, like Rogue One. Tony Gilroy recently came out and said, yeah, you know, we just had to recreate the entire movie <laughs> during post-production and reshoots. I'm like, oh, that's not really a good thing. And, you know, 
the whole thing about Iger rushing the movies, then canceling the movies because of Solo, and I'm like, yeah. I thought this Iger coming back is a complete wild card. Now we can either go back to what Disney was beef while Iger was there the first time, which was lots of live action Disney remakes, lots of productions getting rushed. But I think Iger coming back is Disney being very desperate to get things back on track. I don't know how much you guys have been uh, keeping up with how Disney plus has been doing. But according to Disney, as of this year, they are still losing billions when it comes to Disney Plus, and then they're still not making a profit. So in that regard, Iger probably here like, okay, we need to figure out how we can make money and what's not making money and do something about that. And again, this is what Iger is good at. He is, for better or worse, he's the profit guy. Chapek was kind of the guy who came in just to cut costs where he can, because again, inflation, uh, the end of the world, all that fun stuff that happened in 2020, that's his job. Oh, yeah. Iger's, like, Iger's coming back like, okay, we need something more drastic, and Iger is anything of the drastic guy. He got the Fox, he got the Fox merger, he got Lucasfilm itself, so I think that's what he's back here for, for better or worse. Will it make things better? I'm not sure. I'm a little weary just because his personal track record like mm-hmm. as much as people don't like Chapek's feelings on oh well I'm not very crazy about animation neither was Iger that's why we got the last 10 years of di- the entire animation catalog getting remade 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 but mm-hmm. Iger also has better PR and it kind of is better for shareholders and stocks for Disney to have a better appearance publicly regardless of mm-hmm. what's happening behind the scenes yeah valid yeah, yeah I never sure. I never got uh and yeah Iger is whatever i i'm a, a tiny bit more optimistic maybe than than you are i think but not i'm not like just uh, uh, in spite of the the sweater that i'm wearing with mickey mouse and drinking out of a disney world uh <laughs> cup right now uh, drinking the actual the actual kool-aid the actual kool-aid yes hey, disney uh, is I'm, great disney is great as much as much as i like to throw shade at disney they own the ips i love I That's will it. one day go to Disney World and cry like a little three-year-old. Yeah, I love Disney. It's the they producers. Will, they will drink, the, drink the dollars of your tears. Give them to me. Exactly. Oh, I will be crying. I've heard the prices. I don't know how people do that. Oh, I'm, I'm crying right now. That's what makes you cry. It's not great. Cry, um, crying all the way to the bank. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I never, I never got a sense from watching or listening to to JPEG talk that he had a the kind of grand vision and feel for for uh the the legacy of disney that that Iger had and you know like you said Iger brought in lucasfilm brought in fox kind of kicked off disney plus and and set up all these things that it's like this is the next you know evolution this is where we need to be this is the big picture kind of thing and chapek like seem to be the big problem with i guess he's the reason that the the black widow shenanigans kind of went down because he has mm. absolutely no candor with like uh or like tact with, with like stars oh no movies. no that was that was, that was like, before him as well he didn't he wasn't dealing with that he wasn't doing everything involving marvel no see that's the funny thing there's so much misinformation mm. about what chapek did like i'm a chapek has i'll just say this chapek Zero charisma. Zero charisma, yeah. and he doesn't really have much ambition for Disney. Ch- here's here's how Chapek views Disney. 
save money, make money, but there's no ambition to grow, but it's not going to tank either. Basically, serviceable is what Chapek wants. And that was his plan. That's it. Iger, he wants Disney for better or worse. And he's very, he's a very ambitious guy. And it's been to the detriment of him, as we can see by a lot of the films getting rushed, uh, him and the whole falling out with George Lucas. He is a very ambitious guy to the detriment of himself. But mm-hmm. it's only, hey, like Hamilton say, you, you, you only win the game if you play the game. And that's what Iger was willing to do. He was willing to play the game. And that ambition helped Disney get to where they are. Now, did they have some missteps because of that? Yes. And that is kind of a reason why we've had a lot of hiccups, even with Iger. Black Widow? Mm-hmm. Iger. Uh, mm-hmm. The whole Mulan controversy of, you know, thanking the CCP for filming there? That's mm-hmm. Iger as well. The John Boyga situation? Iger. But again, we had a lot of great things, too. Uh, the Mandalorian, the sequel trilogy, and even if you don't like them, they made the company lots of money, which is what Disney cared about. Oh, hell yeah. The Force Awakens is still, to this day, almost a decade later. God, that scares the hell out of me. It's going to be 10 years since TFA. Still, almost 10 years later, highest grossing film domestically of all time has not been undefeated. That's a lot of money. They almost made back the money they, the money they used to buy Lucasfilm. They almost made it back with one film. So, That's yeah. Yeah, with yeah. ambition, I can understand why Disney would be like, uh, yeah, Iger really put us in a tough spot but also Iger made us a lot of money and Chapek is not going to do the things Iger did so we should probably get him back I can understand that because right. they, they sque- I don't know if you guys know this they squeezed Iger in like in the middle of the night the stock market oh, yeah. was closed. Yeah. the stock market was closed you had no choice yeah. Yeah, it, was, yeah. Ooh, it apparently went down so quick that for that uh the the live streamed uh Elton John concert that was uh, like live streamed on Disney plus on Sunday oh yeah uh, JPEG was supposed to introduce Elton John on stage, caught wind that this was happening, and bailed at the last minute. That is how quick this went down. Like, it was wow. just like, oh, yeah, shit just started to like just go instantly. It was, it was pretty wild, and stuff's That's still wild. coming out. Like, I keep, I, I read another article this morning about like how quick it went down and like who kind of started saying things to the board and who they were listening to and who was on like Chapex kind of inner circle that they were trying to keep it away from. Like there's so much internal bullshit there that like story, like books are going to be written about this transition. And I should also mention uh, that we, we, cause we haven't yet. This is a two year contract as CEO and one of his biggest uh, missions is going to be, picking grooming and training a proper successor because he i guess you know felt pretty burned by chapek and mm-hmm. the way he he handled things and the way he was going about things so uh seems like the next person's going to be personally kind of picked by Iger and kind of walked into the role over the next two years or however soon they can pick the person the From emperor my... finds his own Darth Vader, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, because ironically, there's a little bit more to that. The shareholders that did because Iger was brought back, but he doesn't have his old position. He is the CEO, but he isn't uh, chairman anymore. Not the chairman, right? No, no, not the chairman. So yeah. basically, yeah. it's the board of Disney is looking to Iger as a CEO and as an advisor of what they should do because. Mm. Kind of as a way to keep both of them in check, because Chapek actually was groomed by Iger. 
Chapek was his number two for years. But mm-hmm. again, he was a parks guy. He was a numbers guy. And the board really didn't have a say on if or of if he wasn't going to be in there. Because again, Iger had unlimited power. Now he doesn't have unlimited power. Now he has the CEO and he's a concierge, an advisor of sorts for Disney. So now the next question. Mm. Yes, that's it. Sorry, I'm not Italian. I did not hail from that word. (laughs) I just watched The Godfather too many times. Yeah, there you go. Uh, sadly, I was not born of that. Um, I, I think I was still swimming around my uh, my dad's fuzzy dice. That's why you guys should get manscapes oh, so they're not fuzzy. And that's and that's funny because I got fuzzy dice to talk about it in a minute here as we wrap <laughs> this deal up. But I want to precede it. Yeah, but uh, basically Iger is brought back to have a smoother transitionary period because Chapek came in the middle of covid he wasn't Iger's best pick. Iger realized that, and Iger himself, I think he has become more reflective of himself as a person. I actually got a video coming out tomorrow on my channel about this entire situation, about Chapek, about Iger, and what this means financially and legally for Disney. Once we're done, I'll actually talk to you guys about this, because there's one thing that might be kind of big, but Ooh, I, don't want to go right. on, I don't want to go on record on it yet. Good enough. We'll wait to all see right, the video all right. and, and see what comes from that. Awesome. Okay. Fuzzy Dice. Fuzzy Dice. Hey, is it time to talk about Fuzzy Dice, Mark? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Well, friends, it's perfect Secret Friends Unite. It's brought to you by Manscaped, as we have mentioned. Call it the Fuzzy Dice provider. Uh, they are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products, precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with its exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SFU at manscaped.com. Now, Mark, I'm no math whiz, but when I crunch the numbers on this one, that's about 12 million balls. Think about it. Don't think about it. Please don't say the word crunching balls. Fuzzy dice. Crunching. Whoa. Hold on now. I didn't say about crunching balls, but whatever it takes, manscaped.com, use that code SFU for 20% off. Mark, you and I have been enjoying this product for several weeks. I, you know, I've, I've trimmed up all over, you know, pits, back my neck, downstairs, what have you. Everything smooth, no nicks. Very, very happy yep. with performance It's myself. It's been a, a very pleasant experience. I'm a, I'm a fan for sure. And I do have to add, right now, they're having a site-wide sale uh, for Black Friday. So that's it's starting on the 25th as you're listening to this. It's a couple of days away and running through Cyber Monday. So all weekend, you're going to have uh, have additional sales running on manscaped.com. And uh, of course, you can still use our promo code as well uh, and kind of see where the great deals are. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a great holiday item. Like I was thinking about getting... Um, you know, even some like my my dad, like a, a ear and nose hair trimmer, because I'm loving that one. The uh, I, I might get that for my dad as well, and it won't be spoiled right, because good. there's no way yeah. he would ever listen to any of this stuff. So that is, you know, I think I might do that. <laughs> it's not because my dad's old; he's in his seventies. Ear hair out of control, I'm sure. Nose hair out of control. Yeah. I don't look, but you know what? I think that'd be a great gift for him. You just gave me a great <laughs> idea. You need that that weed whacker, and I mean, if you're looking, uh, you know, if you're if you're looking for a gift for someone, you're a little bit more uh comfortable with you could go with the lawnmower but i'm not gonna hand something to my dad and be like here this is for your balls 
Uh, that's oh, I definitely am. I'm not... going to actually order this when we're done. Okay, all right. Give me that code. <laughs> Here, Dad. Here's idea. for the family jewels. I came what out of them. Please make them smoother. What was that code again? The code was S F U. There we go. All right. Well, twenty percent off and free shipping. Thank you, Manscape.com. All right. So let's move on to the meat of the episode. We are at this time of recording a few hours away from the debut of the finale of Andor season one. But right now we're going to recap. We're going to get caught back up on episodes 10 and 11 and talk about how gutting they were. Mm. Overall, Mm. what did you guys think? I, uh, I, I said last time, like, this is what I've been waiting for. Some big thing that happened, the big action point, prison break, whatever it was going to be. Right. This is kind of, I was getting pretty pumped and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll share my thoughts, but I want to hear from you guys. what do you think overall of these, this, this bit of the episode arc? Cairo, let's, uh, let's start with you. The funny thing is about me and Andor, I've had, uh, like usual, I have always a complicated relationship with things. I haven't been... I've liked how it looked. I've liked how it's acted, but I can't really say I was invested in anything that was happening. But Andy Circus, mm, from his first scene till his spoiler, 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 the second he said, Full "I can't spoilers. swim," can't swim. Oh, you, you, you made me emotionally invested in. You made me emotionally invested in human Snoke. How the fuck did you do this? Mm-hmm. It, like. It was very good. I can. Act, I've always had these two opinions. The best part of Andor is Skarsgård and now Circus. Those have been the standout yeah. characters where I'm like, this this is impeccable. Like if I could have just spinoffs of these characters, I would love it. I would actually love it. It was well done. It was well shot. And once again, Andy, Andy, Andy. He is he is impeccable. He is a fine actor, fine director, and he got me in the gut. He really did. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't swim. It was was just, it? Yeah. You know, it was such a you. whine. Just jump. What? Say what? Was a, a, okay. For, for yeah. me, I was just like, when he said can't swim, I was like, just just jump. I'll carry you. Let's, oh, I, don't I can't, care I can't swim. Gotta swim. I can't swim either. I would be him. That was the most relatable Star Wars character for me. Grab me nope, by the ankles. You know, Let's go. There was so much wind up to, like Okairo said, getting to a point where so much greatness going on are we really invested we you know those first three episodes were like chug 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 get me somewhere chug 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 and then you know you got uh and or getting involved with the gang with the heist and that was a tie back to mon mothma and you're watching what she's doing and yeah it's just a bing 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 and then you're watching what luthien's doing and his double-sided thing and that but just this the speech that interchange at the end of episode 10 between him mm-hmm. and the Imperial spy and say, look, my life, my life is for naught. It's flushed down the toilet. Anyway, I've known for two years that nothing's ever going to be right for me. I wake up every day with this singular purpose and a singular understanding that I will die for this. There's mm-hmm. no way out for me. There's no way out for you. So we, we have to play our parts and, and his, you know, in the chess, he plays talking to Saw Guerrera, you know, you know, yeah. Don't be stupid. Don't threaten me. Why would I tell you that? Why would it, you know, it's just, oh, wow. These last two episodes, I know. And I actually did, 
would tell Mark earlier this evening, I did watch them again because sometimes I'll get so busy doing this and I'm traveling. My wife and I are watching a show together. But she was off doing, you know, working on her small business stuff. So I sat and I crunched these last two episodes right at the end of the workday and just blown away by Skarsgård's performance and just the the resoundedlessness, how, how resigned he is to his destiny. You know, his life is over. And the life of this, you know, ISB dude that is his spy is over. They're trapped. Uh, they're, they're locked in, you know, they're, they're, the, they're the two, you know, the zing and the, the yin and the yang locked in Mortal Kombat. Um, I love that line. I burn my powerful. life to make a sunrise that I know I'll never see. Like just, right. Right. holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not, not to plug Hamilton again. My favorite line in the Hamilton uh, musical. What is a legacy? It's playing seeds in the garden. You'll never get to see. Yep, right. Very much Ooh. similar vibes. Very, very yeah. intense. And yeah, we watched that first episode. You know, the the mother is ailing; she dies. The the word obviously starts to to trickle out uh, as the ISB is molding and twisting the information, making sure that it gets back to Andor. Because now that now did they know the prison break obviously happened in episode ten, and this is the thing that that blew my mind about the person the whole time. I am perpetually super cold feet no matter where i am like right now i'm wearing slippers and two pair of socks sitting here in my dining room recording this show how do these guys first of all be in that prison not have any shoes then jump into the water not have any shoes i mean unless that planet was like basically like on the surface of the sun moves to Edie or something and then running around climbing rocks and stuff that they didn't lose their feet i just that's mm. the that's the, the suspension of disbelief i can't deal with in this show is how are those guys how are those guys not get gangrene and have to lop their own feet off just walk walk along on pigs yeah how do, do they do that with shoes on charlie no it's i'm just I, I, i'm i'm not even talking about that part i'm talking about when they're on land the rock the rock then, climbing i was like oh that's rough yeah or how yeah how are they it's running anywhere you know yeah. yeah um and then uh, i love that the the weirdo the weirdo the weird talking aliens that nab them those are the first we've not seen a lot of True Star Wars ish kind of alien characters. No, barely show. any of those guys. Barely any of them. Those guys were the first, and I know the um, the captions mentioned their species, but I'm drawing a blank on it. There was something new. Sure. I thought it was something yep. new that we had seen before. It felt that way. So yeah, kind of weird. Like on the Mon Mothma tip, you know, her daughter is really getting into like this group tradition thing. But in the episode before that creepy dude was coming around saying, I really want to, to, I really want to buy your daughter or whatever it is that, you know, remind me of John Belushi and the restaurant <laughs> and Blues Brothers, sell me your children. Uh, it's the creepiest shit, you know what I mean? While she's trying yeah. to find a way to, to fund her, um, you know, her rebel ambitions. Oh, it's just, it's, I hate to give that quote because it's 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 in a good way this time instead of a super corny way rick mccollum back during the prequels always had this expression oh man every frame that happens there's so much going on and he was like he was you know like the press secretary for george making terrible things sorry for anybody who loves prequels but like trying to convince us that not great acting was okay because they're you know jar jar was over in a corner here or whatever it is but in this show i'm in your walls 
there's so much going on. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's so there's so much going on in every frame, um, from the speech to you know the very crowd pleasing last you know five to seven minutes of the eleventh episode where Luthen is escaping and he trashes that imperial frigate and he's got a ship with the flipping laser beams and all this different stuff that was very pure star wars but it's sandwiched around so much core unbelievable great delivery of this concept of what's to come what the rebellion really means to the downtrodden to the people who are in prisons building widgets and turning a wheel and you know uh getting electrocuted or you know uh well we don't want anybody to know anything's wrong so let's kill these two thousand people so they don't talk or, or the isb and their little meetings about what well, we're going to have to blow away all those people in this system so this thing doesn't happen um that regimes and obviously our world are absolutely based around that the nazis were based around that that's what's so terrifying about everything that happens with the empire it's just it's a lot deep. yeah it's it, it's deeper the further it goes in you know what i mean so and and, and we know that this is going to end with i'm sure some kind of blowout of theatrics that's going to happen in the episode this week to wrap it up and then we know that season two is going to jump us four or five years in the future so cassie and well you know all the threads will come together saw and mon mothma and luthien will i'm sure die which is why i've never heard or maybe he'll be back but he'll die at the end of the series i don't know we don't see him again um how it's all going to come together i have no clue mm. but these were th these were these were the two best episodes i think we've had so far i'll, I'll, I'll agree with that akara how do you feel about like where these episodes stand no oh, no best so far as well i would say well the best of the best i still think are the first three episodes but in terms of everything we've had so far these this recent prison arc was a uh, the highlight of the show mm. Yeah, for sure. I like that. It it feels like we could have picked up here, I think. And it, may, it again, it might tie in. And I've said this for different Star Wars shows and to varying degrees of success where something feels like a filler and then they tie it back in at some point and it all makes sense or whatever. But it feels like we could have picked up like Andor was wrongly arrested Cause like him ending up in prison had nothing to do with anything really that happened. Like it right. could have just been kind of written that he just like, he went for a walk on the beach. He was arrested cause he was sweaty and they thought he was part of this other thing. And you know, like, like that could have been it. Like this could have been the arc, right? Like right. Uh, aside from like the manifesto, really, I don't know if anything from the earlier stuff is going to really affect him as, in, mm -hmm. in terms of like where this season ends. But uh, anyway, we will see that um, aside from Luthen, which also, okay, I got to, I got to take an aside here. What is Luthen? There's been some hints. He looked like he was kind of carrying some sort of lightsaber esque device when he met saw he's had some Kyber crystals. He has some really interesting Jedi artifacts. Is he a guardian of the wills? Is he a Jedi hiding in plain sight? That's just really, really good at deception. What, what the hell is this man? Any theories? I, I wouldn't say be a Jedi, especially not being on Coruscant, because that would be... But that's it. Like, you hide... He's hiding... He's so good at deception with his wigs, his mannerisms. He basically mm -hmm. can change his face in front of a mirror while you're looking at him, and he does that Willem Dafoe-esque kind of thing of, like, Goblin. And you see Green Goblin talk to Norman Osborn. and with the mirror. 
that that but that was all done in real time like they filmed that and it's it's that that's how good he is that he looks like two different people having a conversation with himself and luthan gives me those kind of vibes of like do i know you and he he'll look straight in your eye and be like no you don't know me and he's like he he's known you for 30 years and he'll look you straight in the eye and be like no never seen you before and you fucking believe him like (laughs) okairo how are you getting the same kind of vibes or is that just me uh, I think at this point it's just you. Usually I'm ride or die. I agree with you, but I just think he's Skarsgård. No, but all jokes aside, <laughs> I I think he is someone riddled with guilt. He is burdened with what he has seen the Republic come from. And as truth in reality, he is someone, because I, I, I'll say this, Luthen is one of the best characters in Star Wars. He is top 10, one of the best. All Star Wars, Legends, Disney, EU, movies, shows, one of the best. And you can tell, like, whatever he is, Jedi, not Jedi, Senator, he is someone incredibly burdened with what has happened to the New Republic, the Old Republic. Mm -hmm. And he had two choices. Like, okay, he rebels and dies a martyr. He becomes like Saw Gerrera or he becomes like Mon Mothra. But no, he found this weird balance. And he knows it. He knows that... Like he said, there's no sunrise for him. When the war ends, he'll be dead because he has given up everything and will continue to give up everything to make sure the rebellion can happen. It's drained Mm -hmm. him. He's dead. He is dead inside because what everyone forgets is, and you can relate this to our real life. You can relate this to the politics of our world now. For actual change, you can't be like Saul Guerrero going guns blazing, yelling, fighting, killing, screaming. You need to know when you have to fight your battles and you can't be like Monithra where you're just almost complacent to a detrimental degree. Mm. Luthen is the Luthen is sadly the middle ground of what most wars are built, fought and died on. Someone who mm. is kind of like this moderate of violence and negotiation. And they usually don't get to see the end. They usually die. And if they do get to see the end, they are completely dead inside because the things you have mm. to do as this moderate person, lying, cheating, stealing, it's going to drain everything you have inside. And that's Luthen. It's draining him dry. There is nothing left of him. And he says this, he traded his hope, his optimism. He's mm. traded his life. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's such a powerful speech. Um, any other, so aside from Luthen, any other character moments or character bits uh, stand out for you guys? I love Binks. Yes. I'm going to marry her. Absolutely, yes. I'm, I'm happy her man. I'm, I, I cheered when her man died. I'm like, yes, there's a chance. Yeah, he sucked. <laughs> he sucked. Yep. What do you think is going to happen between Cassie and her? Obviously, they'll come back together. Oh, she's going to die. She, yeah, she's going to she, die. It's going to be like, I've always loved you. Yeah, exactly. She, 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 be... she, she's she's going to die. She's hotter than Anakin on Mustafar. She is dead. She is going to die in front of Cassie in the most tragic way possible. And we are going to be sad as hell about it. But she is dead. I see the dead on her right side above her head. Next season. Come on. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Next season. They're going to wait. But she's dead. Okay. She's she's dead. They're going to kill her tragically. Right. Yeah. Got to. Got to. Got to be the inspiration. Got to fill Colson that shit. (laughs) Why did you stop it? I mean, we've already talked about, we've already talked about, you know, Andy Serkis' characters and he can't swim. And of course, we don't actually see what happens to him as all the men are pushing. Does he get pushed off and does he drown? Or, yeah. And 
we see that I, I did love favorite scenes. I did love the the big program, you know, big the you know bird's eye view, the ten thousand foot view of all the prisoners swimming away from the big imperial, you know, symbol that was the prison, that mm. could possibly be a component of the Death Star. That was something that was postulated uh, by our guest mm-hmm. last time, if I'm not mistaken. But certainly, it's making the rounds out there on the on mm-hmm. social. So, mm, we may never know. I also. I'm very curious what's going to happen with B2. Um, and it's it's really nice to see that side of a droid, like people treating a droid with respect kind of thing, like almost, mm-hmm. you know, like, will you stay with me? Yeah, okay, I'll stay the night. And, you know, like that, that like taking a droid's feelings and stuff into consideration, that's that's a new direction for Star Wars. We've seen... Mm-hmm tiny touches of that with, with some droid rebellions and, and different things, but no one, no, not really from the human side of like, let's take care of this poor droid. And I'm, I'm very curious if B2 something happens there and it might be the guts for K2 uh, or something, or there's, there's something, I, 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 I want that droid to just live happily ever after on a beach somewhere, just oh, no, sipping on the greatest oil out. money can buy. They're gonna and, fry uh, him too. They're just gonna. I, they're gonna. Fuck. Tony. Tony Kilroy warned us. He's like, "Oh, that's cute. You think anyone's gonna live? I'm gonna murder all of them in front of you. They're all gonna Rogue One, and they're gonna be posting sad Star Wars pictures of them all getting fried because that's Star crispy. That's Star Wars teriyaki style oh, crispy. Do <clears> not <throat> want. Do not want. But I know it's gonna hashtag, happen. Hashtag do not want. <laughs> <laughs> that's so the <laughs> The big question, fellas, before we wrap up, how do you think this is going to end? Obviously, Andor is going to be alive to make it to the next season and to make it to Rogue you, One. You think? What's 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 going to be the big tie at the end of this? Is the, the sister coming back? Are they going to wrap that storyline up? Are they saving that for further seasons? Like, what, what do you think the arc is? of this last episode is going to be oh Cairo let's uh let's let you lead this one off again since the first arc of the season was between Cassian and his kidnapping mother I'm pretty sure they're going to tie that she did she's like you're mine now straight up she Angelina Angelina Jolie the kid she Angelina Jolie the kid jeez Hey, the Jedi did not kidnap kid. I will this fight anyone who says that. Sooner than That's all the Jedi did. They kidnapped infants like it was watch. And now they're like, hey, do you do you want your kid to be a space wizard? Okay, yeah. come hey. here. Hey, here's 50 yeah. bucks. Go get it. Go get it. We got the kid. Let's yoink. Well, at least that was like a, a, a bit of parental consent. This yeah, was just like straight like, up like, credits, right. give me hey, what's going on? Can you speak our language? No, it doesn't matter. You're unconscious. Now we're stealing That's you off a planet. Bonk. Yeah, right. Yeah. We need ch- we need child labor. It's cheap and free, and you have tiny hands. Oh, yeah. come on. We're just like Apple now. Let's <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. But uh yeah, I think I, Yeah. Okay, okay. not gonna get a fifth time on here now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gonna shut down my fucking MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to send you the invite. Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, I'm not giving you a text anymore. I own an iPhone, but uh, yeah, I my iPhone it, says self destruct. Why? Oh no! Oh god! E, 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 Why does my iPhone say there's a gas leak? 
<laughs> no, but I, I, I do I do think the season is going to come full circle where the relationship between Cass and his mother is going to be integral to wrapping up his arc for this season because it began there. Mm. That's the first arc. Episode one, two, and three is the arc that culminates on how we got to the cast and we have now. So mm-hmm. it's probably going to go full circle because, you know, Star Wars, they love the book ends. They, 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 they are very much in circles. Yes. Circle, circle, circle gets the square. Mm. Charlie, where do you think it's going? Well, there's no doubt it's going to be, and, and hopefully be handled, handled better than the kind of the, you know, CGI gasm that was the end of the Book of Boba Fett with the rancor and the stuff and the guy spinning around and all this. But it's, it's, going, to be, it's going to be a big blowout shootout of some variety. You know, if mm. we're going to get the combination of Saw's people with Luthien coming in, you know, if the sister's coming back, um, who's going to live, who's going to die. Luthien could die or he could, you know, he could die as an inspiration to Cassian to take up the mantle as the intelligence agents because, you know, that, that intelligent agent, which is where we see him obviously in Rogue One, um, whatever is going to happen in this final episode is going to set him along that path. And as we've said, it will probably be littered with at least two deaths. Could be Luthien. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be Bix and the "I love you" funk, and she's gonna, you know, get shot in the head or some such. Exactly. Uh, and he'll go no, and you know, classic some variety. And then other people, you know, the sisters arc, the sisters' girlfriend, um, you know, who's already on the planet. I'm sure she's done for. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm expecting a lot of you know martyrish kind of deaths that'd be like avenge me kind of scenario going down but unlike the book of boba fett it'll be plausible and not stupid so <laughs> listen i will give that's the book what of i really this. feel i'll give the book of boba fett this it has a banger theme hell like, yeah just a banger. i listen yes. to that at the gym the bum 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 fat i fucking love that when that came up in the the lego star wars summer vacation i was just like yep there's no way they could like they wrote that around just fitting that theme song in somewhere it is so good um yeah shit i hope he shows up in uh in the next season of mando oh, just yeah, as like because i think it, it almost like it'd be good for him like for boba fett to have an arc like din did in the book of Boba Fett, like those, like the, the Mando episodes in the book of Boba Fett were fantastic. And I'd love to see like just that little snippet from like, Hey, here's what Boba Fett's up to. And it's awesome. And now we're back to Mando. Boba was great in Mando's show. He was great. So, you don't just put yeah. him in there, which is kind of right. It is. It's uh, like, it reminds me of the, you know, the, the Simpsons spinoff spectacular. You know, the uh, yeah, the love man and grandpa and, you know, the, the Chief Wiggum <laughs> and Chief Wiggum P.I. And, you know, I'm just, yeah, I would actually yeah. watch. Sorry. That back. Yeah. For for me, I yeah, I'm really wondering where this is going to end. I, and I'm curious to see who they'll hold on to and kill off next season, because next season, it's like every couple of episodes or something is, is jumping a year where this whole season took place over a year. Right, yeah. like the next one jumps several years instead of one. So I'm wondering yeah, if, four, yeah, I, th- I think it's, if they'll I think it's kill more people next time. Four years, and, yeah. And Every single couple out. arc is four years. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that'll be. That'll I, be an I interesting. Mean, I, 
I put all the supporting characters on the block because you know we know mm-hmm. of the people we see in Rogue One, we see Cassian, we see Melshi, we see Saw, we see Mon, and we don't see yeah. any of these other people. So I'm going to put Cassian on know. the block for season one. I think he's going to die. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, like I said, and he's just going to. You haven't caught turn. them. You you've caught their stunt doubles. He is going to have life model decoy or a droid or his evil twin brother, his good twin brother. I, uh... One thing I do hope we get in this finale is is Mon kind of taking a stand and finally being like, I'm out, bitches, and just yeah, uh, right. peace Come out on. on her husband and leave her daughter to do what she's going to do and like fully commit, you know what I mean? And maybe that's Luthen dies and she's like, I've got to do something. I, I have to become Mon. more, right? And that's kind of right. like her origin too. Yeah, I'm wondering right. if that happens tomorrow or tomorrow. How, how Mon right? get gathered yeah, back into yeah. her moldy husband and her snotty daughter. Yeah, it, uh, exactly. doesn't Andor doesn't Andor drop Thursday? No, tomorrow, Wednesday. Wednesday, oh, Wednesday here in the states. Oh, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, we, we April and I get up early, and that's the first thing we do. Oh, see, watch me, I always watch it Thursday. I guess that's why. And no one's ever slash I want to watch it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> there you go. Now well, you watch it tomorrow. Th- Wednesday, Thursday. We're looking forward to it either way. Um, Let's let's start wrapping it up there, guys. Okairo, thank you so much for joining us. It's it's been too long. We'll have to get you back on before that long of a gap. Because although not with with you traveling abroad and doing all these things, uh, maybe we'll have to guest on yours instead. You seem like you're going to be a busy dude for the next little while. Oh, you guys are going to be the first guests. You were my you were the first podcast I was on. So best best believe you're going to be the first guys I have on my podcast. Excellent. And uh, we, I mean, we talked about you last episode on episode 50. I don't know if you, if you had a chance to listen or not, not but uh, we, we sang your praises. And basically I said, <laughs> you know, we, we have you to thank for the direction of this show. And uh, since you, you didn't have a chance to listen last time, I'll tell you right now while you're here, uh, this show would not be the same if it wasn't for your guest appearance. Uh, you... True you kind of changed everything you, you came on and it was, it was so much fun to talk to someone from the community that, and, and you were kind of our first community guest like that, that, you know, Charlie and I started talking of like, can we, can we do that more? You know, it, it, it kind of lit this fire under my ass to be like, we have to reach out to more people. I want to meet more people i want to talk to more people like this i want to do this kind of episode where it's kind of more fun and conversational rather than like hear the six comics that came out this week uh let's let's you know give them a recap so yeah right thank you specifically (laughs) for for everything this show has been for the last you know 40 something episodes this is this is uh this is because of you uh, you're making so me blush. You. You're making me blush right now. You can't. You can't see it, but I'm turning a light shade of blue. It's totally hit. well. well that uh, means you're not breathing. I think you need that. <laughs> you might have an no, airway, no, airway blockage. No, no, you, I'm bla- no. I'm, I'm black. We don't turn pink. That's why I'm black. You, you well, guys got. You guys. Just you guys. Shade of blue. You guys got to remember my pigmentation's a little different. Well, right now all we see is a pitch dark screen and what looks like an orange. So. Okay, we'll, that that's we'll that's your avatar. We'll, we'll we'll have a we'll have a picture uh, on there. Uh, again, man, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. Please tell people where they can find you, where they can follow you, and uh, and all the, all the stuff you're up to. 
Uh, every platform, the first of Cairo, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, the first of Cairo, the first of Cairo, the first of Cairo. And uh, what I'm up to is a lot of things, but first things first, I'm going to have these guys on for a podcast. So you have a reason to subscribe to my channel, and I'm going to share this video on my channel so my viewers can hear my horrible voice even more. <laughs> Not horrible, silky smooth. I will. You, you always say like you're listening. Your your voice is just fantastic, and I can't wait to hear it every single week on your podcast. So thank you so much, man. <laughs> thank you for having me. Softly, you got it. And Charlizzle? as always, yes, yes. You can find me out there just about any social, pretty much Twitter for the time being. Uh, at the C three, go ahead and spell it out. Uh, my lovely wife, April, and I run the USS Grand Petoskey. That is the West Michigan chapter of the Star Trek International Fan Club. You can find us on the website of that name and across most socials as well. We've been having a hell of a great time lately on Discord uh, with, with our chapter. So our, our, people who have been part of our chapter, haven't been finding engagement, have been loving on Discord. We also obviously have one for Secret Friends. So if you are not there, that is where the good stuff is happening. So uh, I bet there'll be a link in the show notes about how you can find that SFU Discord. That's where you want to be at. So yeah, Absolutely. Mark, how about you? Where where people find you, you at? Can, you can find me everywhere, almost everywhere. I have to have, add a little caveat to that now. Uh, you can find me almost everywhere as the underscore Canardian, except on Hive, where they don't do underscores in usernames. So I just went just at Canardian. And and got rid of the the. So T-H-E. find me there as well. But you can find everything in my uh, on my Twitter profile and the link tree links to everything else. So uh, find me there or in our Discord. <laughs> yes, indeed, it's, we're we're loving on Discord these days, folks. Uh, as always, thank you for joining us. Let me tell you that sharing is caring. Let's keep on trucking. May the force be with you, Rex. Play us out. <gasps> There's a little delay that time. I didn't think you were going to sing for us. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite Podcasting Network. Visit SecretFriendsUnite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server. Or follow at SecretFriendsU on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.